I grew up during the economic boom in the video game industry. It all started in the 1980s with Atari and the first Nintendo, but video games really took off and became more mainstream in the 1990s. It seemed like a new console was being released every year. Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, Sega Genesis, that Atari 3D console. I can't remember what it was called. PlayStation. When Windows 95 was released in the mid-90s, gaming companies started making games for computers. Like most kids, I loved playing video games when I was growing up. NBA Live 95, NBA Jam, Madden. I can remember me and my friends waking up early on Saturday mornings and playing Red Alert against each other online. We had to wake up early so no one would be using the phone. This was back in the days of the dial-up modem when we thought 56K speed was lightning fast. Video games. Video games were big business, making billions of dollars every year. But anytime an industry enters into the mainstream, especially something that's relatively new, it's making record levels of profits, parents don't know much about it, it comes with a lot of unwanted attention and concerns. Back in the 90s, there were a lot of concerns about the impact that video games were having on children. I mean, that's who mostly plays video games, right? Kids. It's not like today where you have 40-year-old men sitting around playing video games all day. Back then, dad actually went to work so kids could be kids. The media back then was the driving force, alerting parents to potential concerns with video games. These games are rotting the minds of children. The violence, oh, the violence is too graphic. Kids are becoming desensitized to violence. Anytime there was a school shooting, there were two targets the media blamed. Rap, rock music, and video games. You guys remember Doom? In today's world, Doom would be considered tame, but back then, Doom was considered graphic violence. The original 007 on Nintendo 64, that was considered violent. A multiplayer game where your only mission was shooting your opponent. Adults were concerned that exposing young children to this level of violence was desensitizing them. They thought kids could not separate real life from fiction. Fast forward 25, 30 years later, and I am sure today's parents would beg, they would beg for the concerns of parents in the 90s over what they had to be concerned with today. One of the most popular computer games in the 1990s was SimCity. SimCity, it was developed by a company named Maxis, which is a division of EA Sports. The object of the game is self-explanatory. You're building a simulated city. You're essentially the mayor. You want to grow the city to the largest population possible. Now, the game SimCity, it has spawned a litany of spinoffs, with one of the most popular being The Sims. The Sims is one of the best-selling games of all time. Over 11 million copies have been sold. If you have young children, I am sure they're playing this game. This isn't like Madden or Age of Empires, where both kids and adults play. The Sims is strictly marketed towards young children. With The Sims, you're playing the role of... Well, basically, you're playing the role of yourself. You can be whoever you want to be. You have the house, you go to work, you eventually meet your lovely Sim wife, you adopt the dog, eventually have kids... You're living in this idealistic virtual world. I'm sure I'm missing some details about the game, but 
Hell, it's been 25 years since I was a kid and played it. Back when I was a kid playing The Sims, the game was harmless. Parents had nothing to worry about. You see, back then, parents didn't have to worry about developers and production companies trying to indoctrinate their children. If a company was bold enough to go after kids and indoctrinate kids, you could rely on the media to call them out. Now, don't get me wrong. The media was still politically biased in the 1990s, but one thing back then that everybody could agree on, no matter your political leanings, was that you didn't corrupt the kids. You didn't go after children. You didn't indoctrinate children. Unfortunately, we no longer share that common ground with a certain segment of the population. We are no longer battling over politics. This is a battle over moral ideology. Good versus evil. The latest edition of The Sims, it was released back in 2014. The game was called The Sims 4. Now, occasionally, Maxis will release exciting new updates to keep players engaged in the game. Earlier this week, Maxis announced an exciting new update that went into effect yesterday. There are all kinds of options available that you can activate for your simulated self. For example, you can change hairstyles, clothing style, redecorate your home. You can be a lazy sim or an ambitious sim. You can flirt with the girl next door or you can walk the dog hoping to attract the jogging brunette in the park. But you see, those traditional options, they're just so damn exclusive. We are living in the era of diversity, equity, and inclusion. The sims, they already had the diversity covered. Just like real life, you can choose to identify with whichever gender you choose. I would like to be a potted plant. Excellent. Your name is Ficus. I want to identify as non-binary. Perfect. Your name is Sam. If you wake up tomorrow and are feeling masculine, pick up that wiener and become Samuel. If you're feeling feminine, we will call you Samantha. Maxis released a gender patch, what they called a gender patch in 2016. It removed what the media called barriers. Before this patch was released, you could only choose from masculine or feminine hairstyles. As you can see, that's not very inclusive. What about the child who thinks it was born without a gender? The updated patch gave children the option to choose between non-binary, cisgender, or transgender. Seriously. How many nine-year-olds know what the fuck cisgender means? I didn't know I was considered cisgender by the shit fucks until I was 37 years old. The only reason I knew is because of what I do here on the channel. I had to figure it out. You ask the average 37-year-old dude on the street, are you cisgender? More than likely, they'll have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Even with all of these inclusive new updates, it still wasn't enough for the shit fucks. It wasn't enough that young Tate could choose to become non-binary Nate. It wasn't enough that pimply-faced Randy could now identify as Sandy. It wasn't inclusive enough that grown Bob could walk to the playground and sunbathe in his bikini. No, no, no! The mission here is 100% inclusivity. Maxis was being pressured to make The Sims inclusive to everyone. Who was pressuring them? If I had to guess, 
No one. I have yet to see one birthing person complain about the lack of inclusiveness in a fucking video game. But that's okay. That's okay. Maxis has responded to the imaginary calls for inclusivity and released an exciting new update. Children playing The Sims can now have their character go through a proper gender transition. They even went the extra mile, showing the surgical scars from the transition surgery. Female players, they can have their breasts removed. Male adult Sims who are too lazy to go to work and find themselves hungry, that's no problem. They can simply remove the Oscar Mayer and pop it on the grill. With the click of a button, you can transition from male to female or female to male. Hell, you can even go from rake to shovel. It's that simple. Except, except in real life, it's not that simple. As adults, we all know transitioning genders is not a simple process, but this game is not targeted to us. It's not targeted to grown-ups. It's targeted to children. Maxis, EA Sports, they are essentially propagandizing children to believe that changing genders isn't only acceptable, it's simple. Several years ago, the New York Times published a lengthy article about the struggles of transition surgery. Now, this same article, it would never be published by the New York Times today. Back then, I think it was 2018, it was written by Dr. Andrea Chu, who was trying to alert people suffering through gender dysphoria of all the negative side effects that come from surgical transitioning your gender. It doesn't happen with the click of a button. It's not that simple. It is a long, brutal process. Now, earlier, I mentioned how back in the 1990s, the mainstream media acted like a watchdog for parents when it came to violence in video games. I can vividly remember when Columbine happened in April of 99, the media blamed Marilyn Manson and they blamed the video game Doom. This update with The Sims was announced earlier this week, officially released yesterday. Now, the announcement, it sparked outrage, not fake outrage, it sparked legitimate outrage among concerned parents on social media. Most parents said they are no longer allowing their kids to play this game, and understandably so. But how did the mainstream media react? <laughs> Most didn't react at all. Fox News, the New York Post, they picked up the story. The overwhelming majority of woke media outlets ignored it altogether. Nothing from the New York Times. Nothing from the Washington Post. Where is Tay-Tay Lorenz? I thought Tay-Tay was the, uh, the technological or technology reporter for the Washington Post. Isn't this a big story in technology? With the few woke media outlets that did actually pick up the story, it was nothing but praise for EA Sports. The Daily Beast called it a big win for inclusivity. Yeah, not sure you can call this inclusive when most children with good parents will now be excluded from playing The Sims. The Huffington Post, they published an article where they found the only shit fucks on Twitter who were actually excited about this update. It was nothing but propaganda. The Huffington Post acted like this update was met with overwhelming praise from everybody. They completely ignored all of the legitimate outrage from actual parents. The Huffington Post highlighted the only adults who were excited about this update. If I had to guess, 
Most of these adults are banned from playgrounds. If you're a parent, if you are a parent, you might not realize that you are in a war, but you are. Woke United Methodist is coming for your kids. Whether it's in Sunday school at a church led by a woke pastor, someone like Talbert Swan, they're indoctrinating your kids at school through TV and movies. No longer safe for your kids to watch Disney, and now it's no longer safe for them to play a seemingly innocent video game like The Sims. Give me your thoughts. The Sims, a game marketed to children, is now allowing kids to transition their gender. And they make it seem like it's just so simple. One click of a button, and that's all it takes to go from Brandy to Randy. It's propaganda targeted towards your children. Give me your thoughts. Sound off in the comments below. Make sure to like and subscribe. Click the notification bell to receive all notifications from the channel. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys later.